Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. I totally almost fucked that up by saying I'm Megan. Oh, well, that would have been interesting. <laughs> we should do that one day. We should just switch and see if April anyone Fools. notices. Exactly. <laughs> that would be funny. It would be. Um, so, Jillian, what's up? What What have you been watching? What's been going on? So, we've been on our spooky movie kick, and we've been doing Hell a lot yeah. of rewatches of, like, old stuff. Um, I think we, well, we tried to watch 13 Ghosts last night, but it apparently was, like, a DVR. Like, it said it was on our DVR, but it was just a suggestion that you could record it now, and so we just got, that's like, really, really put out. That's really rude. That's really <laughs> yeah. rude. It was so rude. I was like, oh, we can just start at the beginning, and it's like, no, sorry, you started 25 minutes in. We're like, I didn't know this was live. Yeah, jeez. God, that's rude. But yeah, generally that vibe has been what we're going for is 13 uh-huh. Ghosts. Um, and we did watch actually a good show, Chapel Wait, which is on Epics. Okay. I, I did my seven day free trial for it because it's Adrian Brody in a Stephen King adaptation oh. of his short story before Salem's Lot. Oh, nice. nice. So That's cool. It's very cool and very like witchcraft religious culty oh that's that's exactly my shit so yeah it's really good and adrian brody is just like terrifyingly skinny all the time that man i don't know (laughs) he just has so many bones and i feel really bad because i'm like maybe it's like a thing he can't gain weight like i don't want to be like body shamey right but then he took his shirt off in this one and was had like sucked in his stomach and then laid on his back and i was like but i can see every rib every rib (laughs) Do you think he has more than 206 bones? Yeah. I think I've seen more than 206 of his bones now over six episodes or however many it was. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Moody period piece about a shitty rich family in a mining town and then maybe witchcraft ensues. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I can get I can get behind that for sure. Yeah. Um, that, that's really all we've been watching because. But they're very long episodes. So yeah, I think we yeah. spent like three whole days just chapel wait. Nice, nice. Um, but what have you been watching? We haven't been watching a ton. Nothing really new, but we have finished up some stuff. So we finished up Squid Game, which we talked about last time, which was mm-hmm. crazy. And oh, then <laughs> the ending, man. I think by the last time last week, I hadn't finished it like yes, the last episode. Yeah. Oh my god! It was. Oh my god! Yeah. How were there thirty minutes after? What you thought should be the end. That's I all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also finished watching uh, The Only Murders in the Building, which finished last week, I think, which was really good. Yeah. Highly recommend that one. It's a fun one. Hell it's yeah. all out now, so you can just binge it all. I'm so excited. And, and then, um, oh yeah, we've been keeping up with Survivor. I wanted to mention that again, because it's still going, and I'm really enjoying the season. I think there's a lot of like weird little twists and stuff that, like, like advantages and things that turn off some people i think some like really hardcore like fans of the of survivor don't like those and i get that but like they don't bother me for me it's a lot more about like the players and if the players mm-hmm. are interesting or not and this, yeah. this season there's a lot of like good there's a lot of interesting stuff going on so people people have been in quarantine for a while so they're exactly. really wild and out they've been scheming <laughs> they've been scheming like all of us exactly. like all of us so <laughs> Yes, but that's about it. We haven't really started anything new, but I really want to get into some spooky stuff this week because it is Halloween. So tis the spoop exactly. session. It's it's season. time. It is <laughs> undoubtedly time. time. Get your get your thirty one Halloween movies in in the next six days. I can definitely do that for sure. No Hell problem. Yeah. <laughs>
<sighs> so for this week, we're going back to back to our roots, I guess. I don't know. Back we're going to back, our roots. <laughs> back, back to, to the, the fundamentalists. We're bringing back Bates. <gasps> They've been broughten. They've been broughten. We're, so today we are starting off season six of Bringing Up Bates. And yeah. um, I don't know. It was kind of like nice going back and watching these after not watching them for a few weeks. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's just especially, I think, compared to watching like the Duggars or like the Plaths. These ones are just uh-huh. so much like easier Stupid to digest. fun. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, seriously, I think I texted you earlier. I was like, thank God this isn't one of our like heavy feelings episodes because yeah. all of the Plath ones, it's been like, cool. So we have to, you know. This is all very interesting stuff, but, like, we're dealing with depression, we're dealing with suicide, we're dealing with divorce, and here we're just, like, we're dealing with goats. Goats and, (laughs) um, I don't even know, self-defense classes, all kinds of stuff. We'll get into it all. (laughs) A really sweaty man who teaches all of them jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. He was sweaty the whole time. Like, I thought when I first saw him in, like, the first episode that he was, like getting like exerted with the little boys but no they walked in the like the next day for the girls and he was still just as wet he's just a sweaty guy what can you say (laughs) it was wild man (laughs) so let's get started with episode one which is called summer of love summer Um, loving had me a blast um yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say something and then I forgot. It was like a my brain stopped working. Shutting down my grease. <laughs> Shutting it down. No, no um, grease on this podcast. No grease. This is a no grease zone. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this episode really starts out with Kelly was talking about how it's a pivotal point in like so many of our kids' lives, mm-hmm. and there's enough of them old enough that there's a lot of boy girl relationships. <laughs> no, I hate. Boy, girl, special friend, best friend. Uh, yeah. Hate it. Nah, nah. Like, just be clear with your intentions and don't play coy. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird and gross. Yes. So, yeah, Tori is with Bobby and it's like pretty serious between them. Carlin is really getting to know Evan and it's starting to like get to the serious point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it won't be long for Josie. Dot, dot, She's dot. just a year behind Carlin. Ugh. It's like, isn't Carolyn like 17 in this episode? Like, maybe yeah, a little bit older. Maybe 18. 17. Yeah, maybe 18. But like not like a teenager. <laughs> not like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's not marriageable age where it's like, oh, yes, she's 29. So right. the other one will be married off soon as well. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like, okay, these are literal, literal teenagers. But that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and this is where one of, I think, two shotgun comments get made, where uh-huh. Kelly says, you better get your shotgun ready, Dad, which, bleh. Ugh. Ugh. It's just, it's so much. It's too much. I hate it. It's very, I don't even know, like, I don't want to be, like, mean on this one. <laughs> it's like, it's just very, like, Tennessee. It, yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, we're from West Virginia, so like yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like we have room to like talk about this. We we, we do. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> this yeah. next part has Aaron, Tori, Carlin, and Josie all going out for ice cream together uh-huh. to go talk about Aaron as a matchmaker. <laughs> yeah, which really to me just sounded like Aaron just really likes to get her nose into other people's business. Yeah, like, hey, you should really meet this guy. Hey, you should really meet this guy. Hey, I think this guy would be the perfect 
vessel for Jesus Christ in your life. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's just a little too pushy for me, personally. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the other girls have never, like, met another boy outside it's of true. the family, really. So maybe just, like, here's a pre-vetted man. He seems yeah. pretty nice. I mean, I guess, Chad yeah. is approved. If you, if you <laughs> live in that sheltered life, I guess it's, like, pretty daunting to be like go find somebody to be with so it's probably yeah. pretty welcome to have somebody be like oh here's this guy go go get to know him yeah yeah i can see why it's an easy not like trap but <laughs> an easy trap to fall into right exactly <laughs> um yeah aaron talks about how she loves matching up the girls but she has a hard time matching boys <laughs> and um she thinks that her brothers um like don't seem ready to settle down and seem a lot more <laughs> immature than the sisters which i mean is they probably generally marinate. true yeah like that's just how a lot of adolescent boys are they're just not yes. super mature yeah through to like the end of college it's kind of a crapshoot for boys right. Yeah, and Aaron says she thinks that Lawson needs to wait five or six years and that 29 is a good age. And the other sisters Hell all yeah. acted like this was crazy. And it's like, guys, no, 29 is a much more reasonable age than 19, okay? Well, and like, okay, here's the thing. This was an episode in either 2016 or yep. 2017. So Aaron... It was right. Because he's a... She this, may be the oracle. Right. Lawson right now is in Italy or something with his uh -huh. girlfriend and his parents yeah. so we know this and her parents yeah we know this motherfucker's about to get engaged like in the next yep. week or two man aaron the oracle aaron the oracle that's scary i don't i don't really it makes sense though she kind of strikes me as like if there were to be like a future seeing witch in appalachia or the south right now i think that would be her it yeah. wouldn't be like you know the creepy old lady in the shack anymore it'd just be like kind of a crazy mom lady <laughs> yeah and, uh, yeah that's probably not wrong probably not yeah. wrong we should all yeah no aaron just get out of fundamental christianity and you have like a job and exactly seeing that sounds like a lot more fun to me personally but way more fun <laughs> yeah he, she also aaron also predicts that trace will get married younger than lawson and nathan so we'll still we'll see because if trace i don't know how old trace is now but he's still younger than yeah. them like he still could beat them like age-wise yeah yeah because nathan just got married this yeah. weekend yes <laughs> god <laughs> yes <laughs> we, we don't even need to talk about it but yeah he did um <laughs> um i don't know what this quote was really from i think it was just like when they looked at trace and were like what do you think about getting married and he just says i'm focusing on my hopefully one-year bible plan and i'm like what's a one-year bible plan <laughs> like that is, is a, that like a that is a savings account i don't know <laughs> i like how he says that like we're all supposed to know like that's a normal thing to have like, yeah. Uh, yeah we're like you know sometimes you have a one-year bible plan and it's like oh yeah 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 you know right one of those uh-huh sure <laughs> okay cool <laughs> nope <laughs> so then the next part they kept teasing that aaron and chad had twins and it was like yeah. okay you're annoying um but it was just they got two miniature goats because they, they want to see Carson play with them. That's their reasoning. I know, because Chad thinks that's, like, a wholesome way to grow up. Which, like, sir, that's a very weird, like, specific thing. It is. Yeah, like, if you, like, live on a farm or, like, whatever, and you have yeah. goats, sure. But, like, it's just it's a weird like reason. A little goat. It's a weird reason to get a goat, in my opinion. But yeah. 
Though, what? then Aaron does say that they will eventually breed them. So maybe they're going to become like... Yeah, goat breeders. Yeah. Ew. Oh, um, God. But yeah, wasn't this also the whole point of the dog that they got? Like, was to get Carson yeah. to play with the dog? So are they just going to, like, continue to get him animals? Is this just going to become, like, a petting zoo? I feel like possibly, especially because I think Zach, right, after they, like, he said that about Carson being able to play with the miniature goats, they switched to Zach and he's like, you know, and their dogs and their cats and their kids and their elephants and their giraffes and their, <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. Like, when will it end? When will it end? And they don't live on a farm. Like, they just live in, like, a house a with a house. little bit of land. Yeah. It's yeah, not like it's they like, can, like, really oof. keep collecting much further. Right. Right. I don't know. It seems stressful. But Erin says she enjoys the chaos of noise because that's what she's used to, which I guess makes sense. I guess. Don't leave her alone with her thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I get, I definitely get that. But uh, yeah. that's why I just, like, always have my phone on me and I always have the TV on. Okay? Yeah. We don't need goats. <laughs> Just, Maybe we need goats. I would take a goat. I, I wouldn't mind a goat. Yeah, Let's be honest. I would love a goat. <laughs> <sighs> God, we've gone off track. I know, but like goats for real. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, okay, so they the whole fam is headed to North Carolina because Meemaw is getting hitched. Yeah, which... and like out of nowhere. <laughs> I know. She's so just like, I've met Tom and he's my life partner forever now. I love him and I'm going to be a little teenager around him again. And I'm like, that's good for her because she's like 70 something. But it was just very funny that she's just probably like, here, I'm marrying him. Yeah. Children. Yeah. It's like, what? Okay. That's a, it's a pretty big leap to just like be like, oh, this is this guy I'm marrying him. I mean, yeah. you're that old. It's like, okay, whatever. And it's like, if you know what you want, go for it. But it's a little like, but you could just like chill out just give it a second just give it a second let all of your children at least meet the guy exactly like (laughs) just like maybe another month or so please yeah and none of them live very far (laughs) right um so they go to Cary, north carolina where kelly meets up with her sister Kay, and Kay hasn't met the new dude but kelly has met him and kelly says that he's good and that betty joe's just the happiest we've ever seen her yeah and he treats her well and what more could you ask for Yep. And Tori is Meemaw's wedding coordinator. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, that seems like a big thing to put on someone. Like, have her be like your maid of honor or something. Like, that would be cute. It's like, oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you need to coordinate my entire wedding. Like, isn't Tori in school at this point? Yeah. She's probably busy. (laughs) Oh, well. Um, they kept making a ton of gross, like, honeymoon jokes throughout, yeah. which was nasty. I just, like, why do we have to do that? I don't know. They also said during the service, um, Kelly Joe's like, I like it when they're a little frisky with each other. And I'm just like, you all need to it's get gross. it in your pants. This, I will like- just say, like, I, so I got married at, how old was I, 27? Like, I lived with my partner before. I did not get a single honeymoon comment or, like, weird thing from anybody. It's, like, no. that's just, like, not – it's, like, weird. It's, like, it's just – I don't know. These type of people are so, like, like um, rigid in what they mm-hmm. think is okay sexually, but then they're so, like, outwardly sexual. Sexual. And it's, yeah. like, does not – 
it's just like that all that repressed sexuality (laughs) is just seeping out in really horrible ways like all of the really like sexualized jesus stuff that they have like pamphlets that you're like they have to know the double entendre here like this is too much right i think i think it's just they can't help it they're just bursting at the seams yeah i guess it's it's gross yeah it's horrible like just like i don't know learn to express your sexuality like in a healthy way (laughs) yeah (laughs) also your hands aren't gonna fall off if you jerk off it's okay if you really is it really is (laughs) honestly it's totally fine it's it's totally fine don't go and start saying like i'm horny for the blood of jesus or anything right just have a nice time in the shower in the morning just keep it to yourself you know yeah we don't need to see that (laughs) um so then um la- though they have the rehearsal for the wedding mm-hmm. and like last minute at the h- rehearsal Mima asks Tori and Bobby to sing at their ceremony which like again stressful why is it always last yeah. minute with these people and didn't even request a song just said sing a love song and yeah it's like, it's like okay you think that might be more helpful but no I need to let I need you to know like tell me what I should sing at yeah. your wedding exactly <laughs> It's, yeah, no, that open-endedness is too stressful for me. Too stressful. And Tori's already planned the whole thing, and now she's being told that she has to rehearse and sing? Uh, no thanks. She and Bobby do a duet, or, ha- or they've done duets before, and Aaron is like, why don't we do Irish Eyes or Smiling? And nobody's Irish Eyes, so they decided on <laughs> Red River Valley. <laughs> which, no one has Irish Eyes. Who's the River Valley? Let's be honest here. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they practice and it's whatever. I don't know. The rehearsal's (laughs) fine. Yeah, it was just kind of like that weird, awkward, like, waiting period before a big event happens. And we just watched it for, like, way too long. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then the day of the the wedding, Meemaw is in, like, a blue Cinderella gown, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. I loved it, actually. Yeah, (laughs) me too. It was so much fun. Meemaw kisses him, like, why when she meets him at the aisle like before anything happens like she just Uh goes right in at it which yeah wow she's like i don't give a fuck i'm not lying with my dress here i'm a hoe in church yes it's like all right (laughs) i mean cool (laughs) you do you hell yeah betty joe um yeah that's when this is when kelly says you want to see them get a little frisky and that's disgusting uh-uh. I don't, I don't see want anyone to see anyone get frisky in any situation where I'm not expecting it. Yeah, I'm good with just like a normal wedding kiss, really. It's totally fine. Yeah. A little dip. Okay. I'm going to think you're a little dramatic, but it. like, all right. But like, we don't need keep to be your legs like, down. Keep yeah. your legs down, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Tori and Bobby do their duet, and um, I don't know if it was just hard to hear, but it didn't sound that great, but I don't know. It could have just been the... No the sound like they were singing know. out of a boom box who knows yeah i don't know it was just it seemed fine nobody seemed like overly embarrassed or right. upset so. it was fine it was fine everything went well and Meemaw and tom are betty are together forever together forever and they just like booked it out of there they're like cool done we're done <laughs> with the aisle part we're out of here bye time for our honeymoon now <laughs> i mean whatever <laughs> yes exactly all right. Is it time to move on to episode two? It's, it's time it's to time. move on. All right. So episode two is called Road Trip Romance. Which, like, I want to say something about this name up TV. The only people who are actually on the road trip are Carlin and Katie. 
Yeah, and there's not romance between them. <laughs> yeah, no, they should not be romancing and haven't been romancing. So please. Yeah, it's kind of a misleading title. Yeah. <laughs> so it's spring break, and Carla and Katie. Break. Sprang break. Carlin and Katie are going to visit Evan, who lives right outside of Nashville. Of course, Katie is going as the chaperone, as mm-hmm. as per usual. Yep. One cannot trust those teens and their flighty hands. No, not at all. Um, because Evan is Carlin's special friend. Special friend. Yeah, not boyfriend. More than a friend. But, spe- but yeah, a special yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, which um, I they... did notice that when oh. they sorry when they arrived though that Carlin and Evan gave a full frontal hug like full yes. on frontal hug every single time they meet they like full frontal hug and then yeah. I like hip to hip the whole time yeah which is interesting yeah like even when the parents are there not just like yeah. oh you know my little sister's not gonna narc on me for a hug right yeah the duckers are somewhere shuddering to themselves <laughs> I know they're averting their eyes. <laughs> Vulgarity. <laughs> Side hugs only. Side hugs only. We we subscribe to Up TV for wholesome comment content. <laughs> comment. Not Fuck. these whorish hugs. These whores and these knees. <laughs> I just like that they fucking rolled up in an old cop car. Hell yeah, you know. You know how they do. Like, of course. They're driving the old like Ford Crown Victoria all mm-hmm. white with the black stripe in the back. You're like yep. That's a good car to keep around for 25 years and just drive forever, I guess. Yeah, just rotate between your millions of children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Katie, Carlin, and Evan go over to Evan's sister, Ashley's house. And Ashley's husband, Daniel, is singing a song with Evan and Carlin at this big, like, birthday party that they're having for, like, a family yeah. birthday party. Because they, Evan also is from a huge family, and so they do, like combined birthday parties every couple months which that's you know yeah honestly a pretty it. good idea yeah i mean i'm sure there's a lot of like i don't feel special there but maybe they do like one-on-one parental dates on You'd the actual hope. birthday i hope so it's hard yeah, I'd to be... make three cakes a month <laughs> right i definitely i get that for sure like doing like an individual fun thing with the person and then having like a big combined birthday party i don't think there's anything wrong with that Mm-mm. i think that's vibing vibes <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so we find out that Evan also was homeschooled, his family also loves music, but they're much more professional. They're, yeah, it's like hearing, like, Evan and Daniel sing compared to Lawson, it's like, okay, yeah, this is, yeah. I know, I was very like, big Evan's, like, his, Evan's song sounded like he was, like, kind of an impersonator of, like, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. To me. Kind of, like, I get that, yeah. Yeah, it was like that little, like, poppity pop but soft rock and his voice kind of sounded like that and yeah then you hear lawson being like i lost my heart (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) i mean yeah it doesn't help that like that is just like my least favorite type of music of all Mm -hmm. but um yeah i don't know i just don't like lawson so yeah nothing lawson's lawson does will ever be good enough for us we're sorry truth yes (laughs) But yeah, Carlin's intimidated to sing with them because the Stewart family is very professional and not at all like the Bates family. <laughs> um, but she does fine, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly his sisters seem to kind of razz her about like, no, you actually sing pretty well. Like, don't be not confident about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> Which is the best kind of razzing. Yeah, exactly. Back at the Bates house, Zach is taking Jackson to practice his driving. <laughs> 
Oh, I love a good driving episode. <laughs> yeah, at least this one was a little bit less stressful than the yeah. last one we saw with some of the some of the girls because mm-hmm. well, it seems like the guys have the 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 guys have like opportunities to like operate yeah. motor vehicles before <laughs> they have to drive where the girls don't. So like there's yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, they can go around in four wheel where the girls are not supposed to be muddy children. Right, exactly. I liked how Zach decided to take Lawson's car just in case yeah. something happens, which yes. as a Lawson hater, I did not mind at all. I did not mind. And also, like, what more could happen to that car? Yeah, exactly. They did kind of like the wide shot when he was in the parking lot and you could just see like stuff hanging off of it. And I'm like, yeah. this is not like a good car. This is like. This is the type of car you go practice driving in. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> it's not a big deal. You can probably get more for scrap than you could get like yeah, <laughs> selling it yeah. again. But yeah, thankfully Jackson was pretty prepared, um, and mm-hmm. they practiced taking some back roads and going around curves in parking lots because Tennessee is windy as shit, and that's definitely very important to learn yeah. when you live there. Yeah, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't it know. was fine. It was just kind of a little interlude. Yeah, and it was it wasn't too stressful, which is which is nice. <laughs> it was very nice, though. Lawson was acting like it was the fucking end of the world. Yeah, he's, well, like, he's a dramatic. You gotta slow down. You gotta he's, slow down. He's just he just likes to be. Yeah, you know, a whiny butt boy. Exactly, whiny butt boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> so then back in Nashville, Carlin, Evan, and Katie, and some of. Evans people are going yeah. to take a skateboarding lesson, which is interesting. <laughs> I didn't know fundies were allowed to skateboard, but I don't know. Maybe ever since that guy in LA started making like the cool skater rock Christian music. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With the Duggar which one? Jeremy was he talking to? Yeah, I don't remember what his name is, but Yeah. Yeah. I know who you're um, talking about. Thank you. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's it. But it, well, it seemed like a very bad idea in yeah. all accounts because, I don't know, like, it's kind of fun to go do that. But also, like, you're only with each other for a certain amount of time. You don't want to spend most of that in the ER. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I could think of some other activities that would probably be a little bit better to do with your yeah. significant other. But Heck, if you want to be crazy, you can go paintball. That's yeah, way less that... likely to end an injury. Truth, truth. Yeah, Katie decides to sit out and just watch, which would have been me 100% because like yeah. I'm not I'm not about to do that. I do not <laughs> want to fall. And then within 5 minutes, uh Carlin twists her ankle and so mm-hmm. she has to sit out. Yep, and ice her ankle. Yep. So, it's going great. <laughs> <laughs> um Evan seemed to be doing poorly as well, but just kept on trucking. Yeah, at least he didn't hurt his ankle, so True. Yeah. (laughs) So then everyone goes over to the birthday party. Right. Yes. The combined birthday party. And um, there's a ton of his family there. And Evan's parents kind of sit down and talk with them a little bit and see how they're feeling about their relationship and how serious they are about things. Yeah. And Evan says he sees Carlin as his girlfriend and he loves her very much and hopes the Lord keeps them together <laughs> that was just like the most awkward conversation that i'm sure the up tv made them have oh, like for sure. where do you see this relationship going and they're like uh. yeah. 
a hundred percent it was like an up tv like setup thing yeah oh my god it was so awkward but it was it was fun like they looked at scrapbooks and did all the like i'm reading your family for the first time mm-hmm. fun stuff that was cute yeah oh carlin and evan then did their song with daniel yeah. Yeah, and it went well. Everything mm-hmm. is fine. So nobody forgets the words, unlike when Lawson performed. That oh entire... God, yeah, forgot the own so- <laughs> his own song that he wrote. I will never let him forget that. No, never. Um, but this part did show me fully that Evan is a goober, like Chad. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has goober vibes for sure. Yeah. Also, because I think he's like one of the younger boys in their family because their parents are pretty old. Yeah. So like, yeah. I think he's just like a goober soft boy like Chad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have hopes. Yeah. That's not too bad for a fun yeah. D. That's about as good as you could get, I would say. Yeah. Like a weird, overly romantic kind of dude. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then episode three is called Bobby's Moving In. Which they were really trying to misleading. tease us with stuff. Yeah, road trip romance. Bobby's moving in. Yeah. They're having twins. Yeah, it's like, like, come on, guys. Okay. I've seen their Instagrams. I know that this is not true. <laughs> I know this is not true. So Bobby is visiting Tennessee and Tori in Tennessee, mostly to spend time with Tori, but also to kind of figure out what he wants to do. He's thinking about moving to Tennessee and he wants to kind of figure out what, what his options are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to be graduated in two months ish with his, whatever you call priesty degree Ministry is degree ministry. I think. Yeah. Um, and so he's, he's looking to continue working in a church and guess who has a church. Guess who has a church? That he's opening <laughs> just conveniently. Convenient None church time. Mr. Gil Bates. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Zach kind of says that uh, Kelly and Gil make their area sound like heaven, or even better than heaven, because they want to keep the girls close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how they, I don't know, it's just so weird that, like, they're just, like, assumed that the girl's going to go wherever the guy lives. Yeah, it's just like okay, you know that like decisions can be made together <laughs> to like decide no. where you live. No, the head of the household determines where you live. Yeah, because Kelly was like shocked that Bobby was actually moving to Tennessee, and yeah, that and it's like, um, yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I mean, yeah, it seems better than Florida. <laughs> also, yeah, Kelly kept talking about how it's going to be such a change for him, but it's like, I don't think Florida and Tennessee are nearly as different as you think they are, Kelly. No, no. <laughs> Florida has, like, more cities. Yeah. That's about it. But I don't think he's hanging out in, like, the big cities Probably going to not. a Bible college. Probably not. <laughs> no. He's probably just in, like, the panhandle. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, this whole time, Gil and Kelly are in, like, full salesperson mode mm-hmm. trying to sell Tennessee, which, I mean, I get, like, yeah, you want your you kid want to stay close. Yeah. I get it. This is their time to shine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and so then we get a fun little segment where we have uh-huh. Judson and Jeb going to jujitsu. <laughs> that was bad. Going to jujitsu. And Judson said it's, quote, because it's cool and so we can hit yeah so that's this cool. whole thing just seemed 
like the worst idea. <laughs> Honestly, like I, yeah. I kind of get why she was doing it. Like, oh, it's gonna teach them self control, or it's gonna teach them when to use their fighting powers, or whatever. But they'd have to go to class like every week yeah. for like multiple weeks, and like to get that kind of lesson, not just one lesson with this big dude who's just gonna teach yeah. them how to knock people down. Exactly. Yeah, this is something that would take like consistency and a lot of time, and those are things that base aren't very good at. So, Mm-mm. nope. But I mean, at least they're like going out and doing some non-cult related activities. Yes. <laughs> so it's it is yes. nice to see that. I think I don't know why they got this jujitsu guy. Like, did did they get like a deal that they had to go there and now they get sponsorship money or whatever? I don't know. They Everyone like wants on. to go where the Bates. <laughs> yeah, it's like children fought each other. They have like a they have like a sign on their door. This is like this is the place where Carlin Bates put a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Come see Carlin's knees immortalized in time. <laughs> um, oh, at this point, we see Lawson, Nathan, and Trace are jealous that their little brothers get to go do, do jujitsu because they didn't. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's reasonable. But also, Gil and Kelly were younger. True. So probably yeah. could keep up with them more. Definitely. Now that they're like in their 50s, <laughs> trying to keep yeah. up with toddlers and shit. Like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved this little talking head part with Jeb and Judson where the interviewer asks if they were nervous and Judson says no and Jeb says that he was. And then Judson <laughs> just says, you don't even know what nervous means. It's <laughs> oh, probably it's, true. It's probably true. Yeah. But it was just so funny. Oh, man. The little boys are top quality in this show. Yeah, they're the best for sure. They're my favorite, my favorite characters. <laughs> they kind of remind me of the like two old guys heckling in the Muppets, except exactly. they're little. Same energy for sure. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but it was it was cute. They did really good and they were like helping each other and they seemed to be having fun. So it was it was good. And yeah. I think it would be good if they went to them like regularly, like we talked about. It would be good yeah. for them. Because they did end the segment with them whispering, I know how to break his arm. No, I know how to break your arm into pieces. Yeah, which is like probably not the lesson that we were going for Mm-mm. there, but. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we then go over and we get a scene at Gil's church that he's putting together. And of Twitch. course, Gil had absolutely no idea what he was getting into when he decided Mm -hmm. to buy this building and create a church. And so, like, the deadline for when it opens just keeps getting longer and longer. And Always. Yeah, not surprising at all. (laughs) No. No, it's always their wonderful planning skills. They're so good at it. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, since Bobby is graduating in two months with his ministry degree, Gil is trying to recruit him to practice his skills on them. I liked how he was, like, <laughs> trying to, like, turn yeah, it. Like, like, oh, it's just- not a job. I'm not paying you. You're practicing. Yeah, this is uh, this is your apprenticeship. <laughs> I'm paying you an experience. Oh, God, no. And you can, Gil would you can have my daughter, too. <laughs> yeah, yes. Ew, I'm going to trade my daughter for you being a, like legitimate i don't know what you can be licensed priest a certified priest i don't know i don't know how it works (laughs) i like i like licensed priest got a license to priest (laughs) 
Um, but Gil, yeah, Gil says he's looking forward to having Bobby's organization skills and long-term planning skills on the team, mm-hmm. which, yeah, buddy, you need those things a yeah, lot. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only thing Chad couldn't do for you is <laughs> Fuck. religion stuff. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. That's why it's like going so poorly is because Chad's just not <laughs> able to help with this one. He's like, oh man, I've got to work a lot of doubles this week. I can't help you out. And that's yeah. put him back like eight months. Yeah. God. <laughs> Um, so then Gil and Bobby sit down and have a, like, what are your thoughts talk? Not necessarily, like, the marriage talk, but more, like, mm-hmm. about living in Tennessee. And, yeah, that's when Bobby says, like, oh, we're going to have to have the marriage talk soon. And then Gil says, <laughs> I just cleaned my shotgun real nice. It's like, ha, 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 I'd rather kill you than let you make my daughter happy. Yeah, than let my daughter make her own decision on who she marries. And, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah um i don't know it's fine bobby's excited seems to be excited about the prospect of working for gill mm-hmm. so which is something yeah <laughs> i guess that's, yeah i can't imagine like that's kind of a, a dangerous move getting into work <laughs> with your future father-in-law like oof. uh-huh yeah could, could be bad good luck good luck. um I don't know. They did end this. Did we? We didn't talk about the skiing injury, did we? No, 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 yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> so, like, they're sitting close, and Bobby's like, What's that on your face? And he's like, I went down Black Diamond a few times and I fell, and I don't remember what happened. And it's like, Cool. Cool. Yep. yep. These people, their bones are just made of stone somehow. Somehow, yeah. Like, they just, <laughs> I don't even know. They can corn take a fed beating. and cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so then next up, Tori and Bobby and Gil and Kelly go on a little double date for dinner. Mm-hmm. And, oh, this is when Zach compares all his sisters to fish. <laughs> he talks about how all his sisters are fish, like, waiting to be reeled in and how some of them are, like, in the process of being reeled in and some of them are already reeled in. And it's like, uh-huh. please stop comparing your sisters to fish. Please. Yeah. They have just adult human relationships, maybe, but yeah. maybe not. Who knows? I don't know what these things are. Yeah. They've texted each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they talk at dinner about marriage and all that stuff, and I don't even know. Yeah, they talk about, like, expectations. I don't know. It was all really just, like, seemed staged. Yeah, kind exactly. Of just ta- yeah. talking about stuff again. Um, but then Bobby mentions that he knows someone from the fire department who said, who said that she had a camper that he could stay in for free other than utilities and stuff. Mm, exciting. So Kelly gets on the horn to call Karen immediately. Call Karen. Oh, that's scary. Um, Kelly yeah. calls Karen. <laughs> and they set up a time <laughs> to see the camper the next day. Yeah. And then they go and see it. Yeah, it's I a mean, camper. It's a camper. Like, it looks fine. I just would fucking hate to live in a camper. So, yeah, um, not for me. But, I mean, it looks like my fine camper. If I have to live in a camper, I'm living in one of those big, like, Winnebago bitches where, like, Fuck yeah. you can, like, stretch your arms out yes. from side to side and not touch wall. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I need room for activities. Yeah. Um, but Bobby and Tori seem excited about the situation. Bobby seems excited with the camper and the location of the camper. So it seems like the perfect situation for them. Yep. That camper was chuggy. 
definitely reclaimed that word now. It's gone around. It was yeah, we could ha- Yeah, it definitely was. It had like TJ Maxx decorations. Yeah. Live, oh. laugh, love. Eat, yeah. feed, pray. Yeah. I don't know. Eat, feed, pray. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that. That's the new that's the new the new slogan we're going with. Eat, feed, Eat, feed pray. pray. <laughs> uh, okay. So are we ready to move on to episode four? Okay. Yep. Episode four is called Sibling Rivalry. Is it rivalry or is it revelry? Oh. It's their stupid double entendres this season. Oh, I might have just looked at it once and I... That's okay. Yeah, no, I think it's called sibling revelry. Okay, well, Which is even dumber. Like, it's a terrible name. I'm so sorry. It's okay. No, (laughs) we can talk about the terrible names. And yeah, I just... I must have just, like, blocked out the stupid and just... Or autocorrected because my phone did not want revelry to be a word. It was like, no, you mean rivalry. And I'm like, no, I don't. I mean revelry. That is a word. I know most people don't use it. (laughs) So this episode starts out with Gil kind of teaching all the older driving kids car maintenance things because as Tori says her parents teach the first few kids things and then they forget that they have 19 (laughs) kids that they had to teach each of them individually and so Mm -hmm. they just don't teach them which is great yeah I mean it's because their siblings didn't sister mom or brother dad them well enough like your your sibling was supposed to teach you that not yeah like Zach raised you I didn't raise you (laughs) Yeah, um, that's, yeah, you gotta, like, and believe it or not, you have to raise each child individually, like, they need Mm -hmm. to each learn the things, it's not just like a, oh, I taught one of my kids it, then I can, like, check off this lesson plan off my parents' book. The next time I birth one, it will know already. Exactly, exactly. Uh, So the first thing that happens is they learn to open the hood, and this is where Katie says, I thought the hood was in the back. Uh-huh. So going great. Uh-huh. Going great yep. so far. Going so great. They get the hood open. Finally, yes. Carlin gets confident and says she can find the oil, but in fact does find the transmission fluid. Right. Yes. And yes. so Gil gets to be the great teacher that he is and said, I told y'all you don't know everything you think you do. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because you didn't teach them. Yeah, they can't know something that wasn't taught to them by their right. only teachers, you and their mother. Yeah, especially when they're, like, in such a sheltered life. Like, it's not like yeah. they have, like, unlimited access to Google to figure out whatever the fuck they want. Um, not yeah. that that's, like, how a child should learn things, but it's, I'm but, just saying, I mean, like, it's a way that a lot of people learn things <laughs> right, now. Right, Like, exactly. even just, you know, basic shit like this all the way to, you know, something that they're actually interested in. You can YouTube it. Yes, exactly. Um... But they learn to check the oil and, um, oh, I noticed this whole time that Carlin is standing in this gravel just completely barefoot. Like, how do you do that? She has dead feet. I don't know. She walks around barefoot in so many situations that just deeply upsets me. It is upsetting. Like, I I get walking around the grass or even just, like, pavement. Yeah. No, but she'll, like, wander around, like, where they've been doing a project where I'm sure there's nails and shit. Like, they're not cleaning up. How? They're breaking nails. They're dropping hammers. Yeah. It's like, how are these people, like, not, how do they not have to get their feet amputated by now (laughs) for, like, some reason? Pure grit and prayer. God. Yeah, I guess maybe there really is a God because. Maybe there really is a God. (laughs) I don't know. 
starting to believe a little bit. Scared. Oh shit, we're getting in. <laughs> we gotta go watch something. No. This is how they trick us. This is how they trick us. Apparently, one full run through of the Duggars and then half of the Bates is what ta- what it takes to brainwash yourself. God, that's that's scary. That's a scary prospect. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. The lesson goes fine. They learn yep. things. Yeah, yeah, they make fun of Gil for how he does things versus how he teaches them to do stuff. Like, he mm-hmm. usually kicks the tire and yeah. it's like, don't kick the tire. That's not the proper way to do it. And it's like, but that's how but you that's do it, Dad. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that. It's like, throw it in their face. Yeah. It's like the most iconic moment of Gil's, like, general hypocrisy with fundamentalism and everything else. And then, like, how they all actually are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. that moment. <laughs> Okay, so then we get into the self-defense class. <laughs> so Carlin, Josie, Tori, Katie, Aaron, and Whitney are all taking a self-defense class together, mm-hmm. which, I mean, never a bad idea to take a self-defense class, sure. Um, I loved that they were all, you know, wearing their leggings under their workout skirts. Yep. Gotta be, you know, even when you're defending yourself, you gotta gotta be, do it in a God-ottering way. Yeah, you don't want the person who's teaching you how to defend yourself to see the curve of your butt. That would be too much. Too much. Too much. You, They don't know you have a butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was chaotic. This was so fun. much. This was so much. And it's because Carlin and Tori, you put them together to do any activity and they're just going to like chaos spiral off yeah, of each other. Pretty much. And then like all of them are just so competitive with each other. And so which, whiny at the yeah. same time. Everyone's yeah. competitive and complaining. <laughs> it's it's so bad. So like, and I think that the if maybe if the like instructor knew this, he wouldn't have been so like, oh, we need to figure out who's the strongest one of you because they were like all ready to fucking go. Yeah, they were gonna knock each other out. They were gonna like fully collapse each other's <laughs> larynxes. I know. It's like, god damn, this is this is about to get real. And then, like, I don't even know what was hap- what was like the point of this exercise they were gonna do, but the instructor tells them to start like running. Yeah, and they run and they run really fast. And while they're running, first of all, Whitney falls to the ground and then smashes her face into the wall when she falls because she trips on her toes and then goes like knees, arms, yes. face, and wall rolls over. Yes, yeah, so that was that was one thing, but then the even mm-hmm. better part is Carlin, who literally just slams right into the wall, and <laughs> both her stop. knees go through the wall like she puts a <laughs> big ass hole in the wall. Two holes around a fucking stud that with her knees. Yes, um, and she said she just assumed that the wall was padded, which like which is insane because you could see the other walls in there, and they were padded, and it was gray, and you could see it like tacked to the wall yes this was just a regular <laughs> ass fucking plain wall like yeah. <laughs> no question that it was not padded this poor jujitsu guy he was like i just wanted the free advertising and now i have to like fucking redo my drywall <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was like so he was like shocked that that happened like yeah they just like ran at the wall like none of them were stopping i don't understand like what were they expecting they have to no preservation skills they're just like <laughs> just run like you, you gotta stop, dude. It was, it was just so much. Just it was so, so much. much. This poor man. If he wasn't sweaty before, he would have been sweaty after this. For real. <laughs> um, but then they learned some like basic jujitsu moves that are like designed to take down somebody bigger than you, mm-hmm. which is good. And they practice those on each other. And thankfully, yeah. no more holes in the wall. No more holes. Nobody else got hurt. I don't think. 
but Tori not- was ready to kill someone. Yes, yeah. There was definitely like some scary looks in their eyes. Like would not want to, would not want to <laughs> be in that room to be H. And then there was this moment for me where they were talking about Madison, the like student helper that was with the mm-hmm. dude to show off the moves and whatever. And they're like, and we see this woman just taking down this man who's quite a lot bigger than her. She's not even older than us. Like she must be younger than us. And she just has all of this power. And they're like, you're like seeing this moment where they're like, oh, we could be something more. No, no, but no, no, we can't. Sad. Yep. <laughs> sad sad the last part of this episode zach and whitney are going to a cooking class with aaron and chad this is cute i don't know if up tv made them do this or if they like actually wanted to do this but this was cute and fun this was like normal family bonding time exactly and it looks like a fun class like i all the food looked really good and it looked like i could even cook it so yeah like the way he was teaching it it looked like i could cook it is what i'm saying yes yeah, um, so they all went to the cooking class. Aaron hated cooking when they were young because she, who the fuck wants to cook for 22 people? Yeah, that's what I, they were like. They were like, yeah, when Aaron like, moved and lived with Chad, she realized she liked cooking. And it's like, wow, imagine that. She likes to cook for two people as opposed to 22. Yeah, she wanted to do cooking, not catering. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> um, they start out by making bruschetta, and Zach mm-hmm. had never heard of a baguette before. I know this whole time where it was like, what's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. (laughs) And it's like a fucking tenderizer mallet. You're like, how have you guys made it to like 28 years old without ever learning any of this? Like I, a baguette, like who doesn't know what a baguette is? Like, like, is that sourdough? (laughs) Like, you know, sourdough. That means you obviously have seen more than a wonder bread. Like, sir. (laughs) It was like too, too much for me. Uh, but that, as Aaron said in that one episode, quote, we don't like to eat food that's not American. And so I guess that includes baguettes. That's yeah. French. That's French. And they haven't ever had pasta and chicken before. I guess not. Yeah, their next dish that they make is chicken piccata, which looked really fucking good. TBH. Oh, yeah. God, it looked I so good. I was when I watched this I was episode. sincerely considering making it, and I don't like to cook. Yeah, yeah. It looked like fun. Like, I wanted to cook, and I don't yeah. ever want to cook, so. God, we should go take a cooking class one day when we're not, we when we won't die. Yeah, uh, maybe if that ever happens, but yeah, yeah that would be fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so then they learn about plating and present presentation, and they talk about how that's not a thing in the Bates house because it's just a matter plating of survival. Plating is getting all of the food that you want on your plate. <laughs> yep, yeah, which, that fair. Seems like a stressful home life buddy like yeah, maybe yeah. have some unresolved trauma about mm-hmm. yeah they they do make a lot of comments about like eating and like food and getting food and it's like yeah. that's not great because i have no memories yeah. in my childhood of like not yeah having food like that that's I, that's food insecurity that yeah. usually comes with a lot of different other stuff that you right. should work on yeah cause... that's not that's not a great that's not like a, no, a, a typical childhood thing to experience yeah yeah so anyway bummer yeah <laughs> Big well, bummer. we know we know fundies are bad at feeding their fucking children because we know about the rodriguez family who keep oh, dodging cps because their kids keep being skinny yeah and ugh, it's, it's scary feed your children feed your children as much food as your children want yeah and like maybe like try like you can use birth control if yes you don't have the means to provide for 
Like, it's yeah. not a sin to use birth control. Like, I mean, no. if it, whatever. For them you, it is, but yeah. It's like, it's, it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's way yep. better to use birth control and prevent a baby from being born that you can't feed. Yep. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> um, of course, before <laughs> they get to dig into their food, they have to do a group prayer. Which, God, I'm so, I feel so bad for all these, like, random service people and, like, you know, mm-hmm. teachers, trainers that they have to work with. Because this must be the worst. They're like, okay, I'm going to bring in a film crew. And then I'm also going to be obnoxious. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, that would be awkward as hell. It's like, uh, Lord, I'd like to thank you for, uh, what's your name again? The guy who just taught me how to cook all this? Okay. Thanks Thanks for Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It just feels so, like, disingenuous and weird. Yeah. It is weird. Um, yeah. But their food was good. It looked good. It I did. It. Everyone seemed to enjoy it, and nobody like got white fonted after Aaron died of food poisoning from her uncooked chicken. Yes, thankfully, <laughs> you know it's always a risk with chicken, but they made it out. <laughs> they did. They made it out alive. All right. So the last episode, and my definitely least favorite episode title of the bunch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he said. She shed. <laughs> he said she shed down by the seashore i want to die so bad right now (laughs) ah he said she shed she shed she shed that's right she shed shit (laughs) shit oh no i'm trapped (laughs) too much i'm trapped linguistically in this so for i love you day Gil gave Kelly a coupon for one day of work where he can't complain or he can't say no to like whatever yep. project she wants him to do. It's a cute coupon. I yeah. think that was a good idea. Definitely. Um, and so Kelly has decided to cash this in on that damn shed. That fucking shed. Six seasons we have heard about this shed and we are yes. finally going to get to see the interior. Thank God. Yes. Um, so the plan is to clean out the shed and then Trace is also wanting to paint lines on the basketball court that they made, mm-hmm. um, because he is planning on going out for the crown college basketball team and he wants to practice. <laughs> I'm sure the very competitive crown college basketball team, but you know, yeah, whatever. whatever. Good for, At I least mean, it's not the Dixie stampede it. while it's still a Dixie stampede. Exactly. Right. <laughs> So um, the whole family that is available is going out to help. It's like a big family affair. The goal (laughs) is to get things organized and get rid of as much stuff as possible. Mm -hmm. This is when Gil says something that reminded me so much of Kyler, my husband, like so much. (laughs) And it scared me. He said, I can see value in things that no one else can see. And that is 100% a Kyler thing. I thought about Kyler in that one too because I'm like, that's how you end up with like little piles of weird things that is all around have, your house and backyard. I have, I have just the weirdest stuff in my house, and it is all because of him. <laughs> it is all because of him, and he just won't get rid of anything. Nope, because he sees the value in it. You him. never know when you're going to need it. You never know when you're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Am I married to Gil Bates? Please say no. No, you're not. Thank God. But Gil has one virtue. Of being like Kyler. One Kyler quality. Yes. Um, what a quality to have. God, yeah, they go on this whole thing where there's two groups in the family, the thrower-outers and the keepers, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just like, 
there's the hoarders and the people who don't want to live in piles of shit yeah at this point yep pretty much <laughs> pretty much um but then while they're you know going through all the the shed stuff they find the wire that they had used in the past for their previous zip line that they had in their backyard God. and they and right then and there nathan and some of the other kids decide oh we're gonna set up the zip line right and, now on yeah. the side of the shed attached to it yes and to a tree to yeah yeah um but the quote i have is typical bates project we're not quite done with one we start another <laughs> that is very true yep i just like don't understand what like I think Gil and I were on the same page, which was very rare, that both of us were very concerned that they were fucking around with this wire. Because I feel like this could have been, like, would they have shown this episode if a child got, like, snapped in half by a fucking huge wire? Like, there are possibilities here. Yeah, like, (laughs) it was, I was so stressed out watching them. It was like they kept being like how is this dangerous this is not dangerous and i'm like guys there are so many ways you could die from this right now yeah this is like a steel cable like if it like hits you with any velocity it's gonna hurt real bad yeah right yeah it's not yeah it's not like fishing line um don't broke buds it's right well and then they were just like the way that they had it set up like it was not at all safe, and they had Isaiah, of course, of course try to try it out. Poor and one fragile child. <laughs> instantly, when he like goes up there, he just falls down, and he's like contorted on the ground. And I, he fell with one arm behind him, and I was like, oh no, did he just dislocate his whole shoulder? Like he's <laughs> just he laying just, like, there still. But then he just stands up, and it's like this kid can take a fucking beating, and that scares <laughs> me. It's so much that kid. I don't know. They That's the all same of them. Kid They're just f- bouncy. Yeah, Isaiah's the same one that fell from like a balcony or something. Oh yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. The sea thing. Like it yeah, was over he the fell side like the yeah. He fell like bay. several stories, and like they were like, oh yeah, he broke his leg and his arm. He had a brain and ba- brain bleed. And yeah. I'm like, god damn, just throwing that brain bleed in there like it's no big deal. <laughs> NBD. He just hit his head on a rock, <laughs> three stories down. It's like what the fuck. I just Isaiah, can't it. please seek new they, parents. <laughs> they stress me out so much. They do so much. It was so much. Like they're all like, "Oh, well, the kids are made of rubber," and it's like, "Yeah, but that fucker's made of steel." Like, yeah, Gil went yeah. out there and was like, "Don't fucking do it. Don't fucking yeah. do it." Thankfully, yeah, Gil pulls the plug and like is like, "You guys cannot do this because it's not." Okay. Where were they gonna zip to? They were just gonna hit the side of the shed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and also like you know it's fucked up if Gil's like, "Yeah, this is not okay. This is not safe." <laughs> so like, you know up. it's fucked up. Yeah. God. <laughs> So then while some of the family is doing the shed, Carlin helps Trace paint the lines on the basketball court. Because mm-hmm. um, they scared her in the shed. They tried to get her yes. to help and they scared her with an animatronic spider. That was pretty scary, honestly. It was. I would have I would have been scared too. It would have freaked me out oh, yeah. if I saw it. So she's working on the basketball lines and everybody's like, are you going to do it wrong? You're going to do it wrong. You're going to do it wrong. And she's like, I can fucking do this. It's not that hard. I'm going to do it. And I can paint straight she did. lines. Yeah, and she did fine. Yeah, good for you. Good job, Carlin. Good job, Carlin. Um, and then Lawson <laughs> and Nathan are in the shed, and they just like decide they're gonna tear this wall down. And like everyone else is like, "Please don't do this. Please don't tear this wall down." And <laughs> we don't know if it's a support wall. We don't know what's happening here. They're just like way too confident in themselves. Like I wish mm-hmm. I had an ounce of their self confidence because holy shit. Yeah. Um, but they do. They just are. T- take sledgehammers and chainsaws to this wall and thank god it was not a support but like yep. holy shit 
<laughs> it was yeah they literally were like throwing axes through it while people were on the other side like no safety they, they have no concern for safety at all it's it's it freaks me out every time <laughs> the only reason that i feel like most of their children are alive is just sheer luck yeah maybe god maybe god as we're as we're learning which <laughs> i am scared to think about that um so um after a while they do a pretty good job at organizing the mm-hmm. shed and i guess that's kind of what happens when you have 20 people helping you like it just yeah, kind of happens you can get it done in a day you can just yeah. do it yeah so but finally after like we said after six seasons the shed is finally clean the shed is usable yes and it's not God. a she shed it's just a shed yeah it's just a shed they just had to be done with yeah. the title he shed she shed <laughs> all shed our all, shed we all shed for she shed <laughs> uh, okay all so right. then in the last part of this um trace brings some of his crown college friends to practice on his new basketball court with his new lines and of course lawson has to come uh-huh and he's insufferable insufferable just keeps making shots doesn't pass to anybody doesn't do anything just yeah oh i can dunk it i can dunk it yeah i, can I, point it. I could not live if lawson was my sibling it would not be pretty no i would be beating the shit out of him all the yeah. time if you're my sibling it would not be good it would not be good at all <sighs> Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say about these episodes. Do you have anything else? That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, these were all, like, it was kind of nice to get back into, like, a completely just, like, brain No brain. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No thoughts, just vibes. Just, just questionable safety decisions and, you know, surprise weddings, all kinds of stuff. Come with me and you'll be... In a world of ocean violations. <laughs> exactly. That is just the theme song of the Bates show. Yeah. And the Bates life in general. It's no longer. It's about laughing. laughing. Oh, God. I. <laughs> this is one of the only theme songs that I like have to fast forward through. Mm-hmm. Like, I can sit through most theme songs, no problem. But this one, I cannot handle it. Every time no. I'm like, oh, no, we're going to a minute and a half in. I cannot handle it. <laughs> <laughs> it fucks me up so bad it's so bad like even if i just catch like the last line where it's like yeah. gill and kelly i'll be like pause pause i have to puts stop me- this yeah it puts me in an instantly in a bad mood it's like triggers my fight or flight response <laughs> i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here but yeah i think that about wraps us up for this episode if you have anything yeah. that you want to add anything to say about the baits or anything you have to say about any of our other episodes or any suggestions for future episodes you can email us at tvliterate at gmail.com and you can find us all over the internet at tvliterate we are on twitter tumblr reddit instagram facebook everywhere if you can think it we're probably there and probably. if you have any good tea or any like rumors you gotta send us send it to us we'll love Definitely. it we'll appreciate you forever absolutely and yeah um yeah. we also have a kofi <laughs> at www.ko-fi.com forward slash tv literate you can give us a buck you can give us five bucks just anything helps with our podcasting fees yes we really appreciate it we'd also appreciate any reviews if you have time to leave one um and feel free to recommend us to anyone in your lives because the more trash people the better as we like to say so 
Uh, we will see you guys next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye.